Hi, I'm Jo Rochelle, and this is Girl Wonder, a thoughtful and relaxing podcast that analyzes comics on Webtoon. If you want to dive deep into theories and relive some of the biggest moments in your favorite Webtoons, then you're absolutely in the right place. Sit back, relax, and we'll get started. Today on the podcast, we are breaking down what happened in every single episode of Eternal Nocturnal so far. So we are discussing in depth all of the yet-to-be-solved mysteries in the series. We are talking through popular theories. We are analyzing characters and talking about things like, what's the truth behind Day's mother's condition? Who is that phantom creature that is protecting Day? Why does the vocal teacher Zen give us villainous vibes? And what exactly happened to Eve's friends in college? We'll be discussing all of those questions and so many more as we recap every episode of Eternal Nocturnal by the incredible Instant Miso Soup. Speaking of Instant Miso, I want to encourage you to support her on Patreon. I absolutely love being one of her patrons. And you can join really easily by going to patreon.com slash instant miso. The link to that is in the description box of this podcast episode. And our top cities that have listened to this podcast the most in the last seven days are Morganton, Damam, Fort Hood, Miami, Plano, Royal Oak, and Denver. Thank you all so much for listening to the podcast. All right, let's get into it. Chapter one of Eternal Nocturnal is called The Insomniac. Eve talks to her mother about having trouble falling asleep. She tries various methods to help her with her insomnia, but none of them work. A shadowy figure enters her room that night, and we enter Eve's dream, where she's floating in a bed in the sky. She sees a shirtless man, but once they make eye contact, he quickly leaves. Day abruptly wakes up and wonders if that girl could see him. Chapter two is called A Disagreeable Face. Eve wakes up feeling great and well-rested. We learn Eve's lost several jobs because of her chronic insomnia. Eve meets up with her friend Cherry, who is a YouTube influencer. For a commission, Cherry offers Eve the opportunity to sing songs that Cherry will lip-sync to for her YouTube channel. Cherry's manager, Mr. Lee, arrives and sits near them. After some hesitation, Eve agrees to give her voice to Cherry's channel. Walking away, Eve bumps into Day on the street. Chapter 3 is called Chances. Cherry excitedly talks to Eve about their new arrangement. That night, Eve can't fall asleep. Tappy and Day show up, and Day eats her dream. Chapter 4 is called Beautiful Dreamer. We start with a flashback of young Eve dreaming of being a singer, but being told by her parents that she should focus on her studies instead. She chose sociology as her major in college instead of music. These flashbacks quickly evolve into a nightmare where Eve's a part of a circus while the song Beautiful Dreamer plays. Eve falls off of a tightrope when Day, in his dream-eater form, catches her. Chapter 5 is called The Dream-Eater. We learn that when Day falls asleep, he turns into his dream-eater form and eats dreams. But recently, he's been waking up unsatisfied until he ate Eve's dream. He woke up the next day feeling great, and when he visited her a second night, they both woke up feeling amazing. Chapter 6 is called Delivery Boy. 
We meet Day's roommates, his cousin Alex, who is a fan of Cherry's YouTube channel, Clark, and Benji. In an effort to avoid his brother Jay, Day leaves early for work. He typically doesn't visit the same person more than once, but he plans to visit Eve for the third night in a row. Chapter 7 is called The Visitor. Eve wakes up refreshed, remembering seeing Day in her dream but not knowing who or what he was. She's visited by Cherry's manager, Mr. Lee, who has come to deliver the contract. He sternly reminds her that the agreement is classified information. Eve's mom calls to check on her and asks about work. Eve lies and says she got a promotion, not mentioning her ghost singing gig with Cherry. Day arrives before Eve's asleep, and it seems like she can see him when she's awake too. Chapter 8 is called Tethered. It turns out Eve was swatting at a fly, not seeing Day in his dream eater form after all. He returns the next several nights, but she's never asleep. One night, Day is approached by another dream eater named V, who has untethered himself from his human body and stays in dream eater form permanently. He tries to convince Day to do the same, but Day isn't interested in that. Day visits Eve again, and she's finally asleep. He consumes her dream and finds her by a tree. She sees him and says, It's you again. Chapter 9 is called The Deal. Day thinks about the only other person who has been able to recognize him in his dreams, and we see the back of a head with brown hair that looks like his mother. Day tells Eve he's a dream eater. Eve realizes he's the reason she wakes up well-rested and asks if she can keep seeing him. Eventually, Day agrees to the deal of visiting her every night. Chapter 10 is called Distance. Day is determined to keep up his end of the deal without getting attached to Eve. Cherry and Eve hang out with Mr. Lee watching them. Mr. Lee pulls Eve aside and suggests that Eve distances herself from Cherry so people don't find out about their arrangement. He also tells Eve to delete a video she made of herself singing years ago. Chapter 11 is called Recluse. Day continues to ignore calls and messages from his brother. His roommates encourage him to give his brother a call. At the end of the chapter, it's revealed that Cherry's manager, Mr. Lee, is Day's brother. Chapter 12 is called Black and White Dreams. We learn that Day doesn't know how he became a dream eater. In a flashback, a young Day tells Jay, but Jay doesn't believe him. When Jay dreams, it's always in black and white. In the present, Day visits Eve's dream where she's on a boat in the ocean. Chapter 13 is called Not Your Friend. Eve's voice is gone in her dream until Day shows up and starts talking to her. She asks for Day's name, but he's reluctant to share it. Finally, he tells her to call him N. Chapter 14 is called Middleman. Eve uploads audio files of herself singing onto a USB and gives it directly to Jay. Day meets up with his brother for dumplings. Jay has a delivery job for Day to deliver the USB from Eve to Cherry and from Cherry to Eve. 
Jay says if Day takes this job and all goes well, he'll be able to give Day something he's always wanted. Chapter 15 is called What's Lost, What's Found. Jay is offering to provide proper therapy for their mom if Day takes this delivery job. Apparently, doctors have diagnosed their mother with early onset dementia. Day accepts the job, and in a flashback, we see Day's mother giving young Day a plush toy of Tappy the Taper, calling it a bedtime buddy. Day's mother hasn't been responsive for years. The chapter ends with Day showing up at Eve's door, surprised to see her. Chapter 16 is called Familiar. Eve doesn't recognize Day in his human form. She asks for his number before he leaves. Later, when Eve is on FaceTime with Cherry, she receives an interview for a job. Chapter 17 is called Breaking Promises. Day is stressed. He doesn't want to grow attached to Eve, and he does not want to be seeing her in his dream eater form in her dreams and in his human form as well. The dream eater V creeps up on Day as he's talking to himself out loud. V wants to share about the dreams he's eaten recently, but Day reminds him of boundaries and leaves. Day visits his mother, who is being taken care of by his aunt. He consumes her dream, and within that dream, she can see him. She cheerfully asks him to wake up his brother for breakfast. When we come back from this short musical interlude, we are talking all about the yet-to-be-solved mysteries in Eternal Nocturnal so far. We have quite a few mysterious characters like Jay, Day's brother, and V, the dream eater who has a lot of questions. We'll be right back. seven, we get to see Jay, Day's brother's personality, for the first time. We see that he's a pretty stern, scary, he's described as scary a lot of times. When he's Cherry's manager, people see him as a scary person. He's very strict. So my question, my yet-to-be-solved mystery that I'd like to propose to you right now is, how on earth did he meet and start working with Cherry? What is their connection? We know that he works for her brand, And he probably gets income based on how much income she receives because he was saying today that if things went really well the way he wants them to, especially with things going better for Cherry's channel, he would be able to afford a proper therapist for their mother. But he's so different from Cherry, I wonder what made him say yes to working for slash with her. Another mystery that I'd love to know more about as Eternal Nocturnal continues is the mystery of phantoms. In chapter 8, we see phantoms, we meet them. Day himself doesn't even know a ton about phantoms other than the fact that they can give people sleep paralysis and they can eat people's dreams, but they don't seem particularly motivated to do so. So how do you think phantoms will continue to be used in the story? 
Day's mother is a huge source of yet-to-be-solved mysteries in Eternal Nocturnal. Like, why does she have the ability to see him in her dreams? And what secret knowledge does she know about tapers? Because in chapter 15, she was the one who gave the plushie to Day. And at night, Tappy comes out of that plush toy and flies around with him. In chapter 15, Day's mom said to him, Did you know that tapers are known to have special powers to keep bad dreams away? We have more to discuss about Day's mother as we continue the recap, so we will get back to her. In chapter 12, we see Jay with a cut that looks fresh on his lip, and we have to wonder how he got that mouth scar. In his black and white dream, he was running from something that looked like their mother, And I'm dying to know more about that backstory, more about that history between Jay and his mom, who he still seems to care about and is trying to take care of. In chapter 14, we see Jay and Cherry go to great lengths to make sure that no one can trace Cherry's singing voice back to Eve. So I have to ask, do we think this is ever going to become public knowledge anyway? And then what will Cherry and Eve do? I have a feeling their friendship isn't going to last the entirety of this comic. It feels like there's so much tension between them without them even recognizing it. It's only going to get worse as we continue the recap. And of course, we have to talk about V, the nosy, creepy, but somewhat lonely seeming dream eater who is always near Day. To the point where Day asked Tappy to make sure that they weren't being followed. Now, I'm aware there's a big reveal coming in season one of Eternal Nocturnal that's all about V, but he is still a huge mystery. There are so many things I'd love to know about his backstory that haven't been revealed yet. But moving on, chapter 18 is called Broken Thread. In his mother's dream, Day asks why he is the way that he is, but she doesn't seem to understand. Day and Eve both have a terrible night's sleep. Day asks his cousin Alex to set him up with someone, but she can already tell he has a crush on someone. Day hears Cherry singing online and recognizes it as Eve's voice. Chapter 19 is called Between Us. Eve finishes her job interview, which didn't go too well, and treats herself to some boba tea, where she bumps into Day. She accidentally lets it slip that she's working with Cherry. Day promises he won't tell his brother. Chapter 20 is called Corridor. Eve has a chaotic nightmare where she's running down a corridor late for class. Jay shows up in her dream and takes her shoe. A scary, dark figure with long hair grabs her ankle. As more shadowy hands grab at her, Day shows up in his dream eater form and saves her. Chapter 21 is called Food for Thought. Eve is upset with Day for not showing up the night before her job interview. Eve confides in him about being a ghost singer for Cherry and how she feels like a failure. Day encourages her. Chapter 22 is called Unexpected Guests. Eve is visited by her younger siblings, Tal and Hanan, and they suspect that Cherry is using Eve's voice in her videos. Eve vaguely explains the situation to them. At the end of the episode, Day shows up at Eve's door. Chapter 23 is called Too Close for Comfort. As Day waits for Eve to transfer the audio files to the USB, he tells her more about his family. 
Jay has always been distant, and their father died when Day was small. Their mother got sick shortly after. Chapter 24 is called Golden Child. Jay visits his mother and aunt. As he looks at his mom, he quickly flashes to the time he got his mouth scar. We see a broken plate or bowl on the floor and his mother crying and blood on Jay's lip. Day is starting to feel conflicted, knowing that Eve isn't really comfortable with being a ghost singer based on her nightmares. Chapter 25 is called Daydream. Eve wonders what it would be like if she just sang for herself. Day shows up at his mother's to drop off the USB. Apparently, his mother sleeps most of the day and is restless at night. Chapter 26 is called Friends. Cherry tells Eve that Jay hired a voice trainer to train both of them. Eve flashes back to when she was younger and asked her mother for singing lessons. Day visits her dream that night and asks about her friends. She thinks of Day in his human form. Chapter 27 is called Feelings. The human Day that Eve conjured up in her dream puts an arm around her shoulder. Day in his dream eater form punches the human Day. Eve reveals that she fell out of touch with all of her school friends except for Cherry. Chapter 28 is called Meddler. Day's roommates tease him for having a crush on someone. Jay calls and tells Day that Eve asked if he could bring her to meet the voice coach. Chapter 29 is called Like an Old Friend. Cherry isn't excited to take singing lessons and worries that Eve will go back on her word. Day picks Eve up and takes her to the meeting. Day has to sign a non-disclosure agreement. Eve meets her new vocal coach who seems to recognize her. Chapter 30 is called Respectable. Eve's vocal coach is Zen, and he was her teacher's assistant back in college. He shared a mutual friend with Eve named Lana. Eve admits she hasn't spoken to Lana in a long time, but Eve remembers Zen as being someone very popular with the women in college. After Eve leaves, Jay reveals that he wants Zen to persuade Eve into extending her contract with Cherry. Chapter 31 is called, While You're Sleeping. Day texts Eve to make sure she got home okay. Day feels extremely conflicted about his involvement in Eve's life and vows to try to convince Eve to get out of her contract while she's sleeping. In his dream eater form, Day heads to Eve's and Tappy seems to notice something following them. Eve has a nightmare where she's a puppet with strings. Chapter 32 is called, Strings. In Eve's nightmare, audience members with rabbit heads clap as she's yanked around. Day enters her dream and talks to her about it. We learn that Eve's insomnia started back in college, and she cut off all of her friends except for Cherry, so she could focus on herself. Day offers to enter Cherry's dreams and find out what she really thinks of her ghost singing contract with Eve. Chapter 33 is called Considerate. Eve says no to Day's offer. Eve attends her first voice lesson with Zen. Later, Cherry asks Eve if she'd ever consider dating Zen. Cherry says she isn't allowed to date because she's an influencer. Eve arrives home to find Day waiting for her. 
When we come back, we are talking about more unsolved mysteries in Eternal Nocturnal, including the introduction of Zen and all the mysteries that come along with it, and more about Day's family history. We'll be right back. episode 23, we learn that Day and Jay's father passed away when Day was really small and his mother got sick shortly after. So I put this in the unsolved mysteries category because I don't trust that this father passed away and the mother got sick and nothing supernatural happened. Their son is a dream eater. He can eat people's dreams. He's very much a supernatural young man. So it just seems like maybe his parents messed with something they shouldn't have. Maybe they've always known about the dream eater world, but, you know, something went wrong. And so the dad is no longer mortal, or at least he's no longer here in his human body. And their mother seems trapped. Maybe what regular people see as dementia is really the symptoms of something else, something supernatural. Those are my theories for now. But moving on, let's circle back to Jay's mouth scar, shall we? So we see those flashes in episode 24 of a plate or a bowl on the ground we see his mother crying and we see a young jay just like his lip is getting cut so we're to assume that she maybe threw the plate at him or maybe she dropped the plate and hurt him we don't know exactly what happened yet and that's why it's still an unsolved mystery i'm very curious if it was intentional or unintentional did she physically abuse her son or was it a complete accident In Jay's dreams, he is running from his mother. So even if it was an accident, I do think he is afraid of her and worried about what she's capable of. In episode 30, Zen, the vocal coach who I don't trust at all, maybe it's because of the glasses and the way he looks at Eve, I don't trust him, but he asks about Lana. So we have to remember that name because she is an unsolved mystery. What happened with Lana exactly? Eve admits that she hasn't spoken to her a long time, and when she says that, her face, it just like has a sweat drop, flushed cheeks. I've seen some theories that maybe Cherry had something to do with her not having any friends in college. Eve is the one who admits that she pushed them all away, except for Cherry, who had already dropped out of school. But it's just suspicious to me that Cherry is her only friend from that time. Another suspicious thing is, why did Eve's insomnia start in college? I'm wondering if something supernatural has to do with that too. Like maybe she has a greater calling and she'll eventually manifest powers. I don't know. (laughs) Really putting on my tinfoil hat here. But her insomnia might be something bigger than just, oh, she's just a girl who can't sleep. There might be a big reason for it. And I do think no matter what the reason is, by the time we get to the end of the comic, Eve will have cured her insomnia. I'm desperately hoping that happens for her. And without further ado, let's continue our recap. Chapter 34 is called Together Alone. Day asks if Eve would like to go job hunting with him. Eve says yes, and Day reprimands himself for breaking his own rules and trying to get closer to her. Chapter 35 is called Guys. Jay brings his mother to meet with specialist Dr. Soma. Day shares a popsicle with Jay as they talk about their mother's therapy. Jay asks Day to make a delivery to Cherry. 
Cherry's very excited to meet him until Day tells her one of his roommates especially loves her singing. Chapter 36 is called On the Inside. Cherry is extremely upset after her encounter with Day. She immediately tells Eve that she doesn't like Day and gets the feeling that he's a womanizer, insinuating that he was flirty and overly friendly. Cherry warns her not to get too close. Day visits Eve in his dream eater form that night. Chapter 37 is called Seeing You. In her dream, Eve reveals to Day that her parents used to sing the lullaby Beautiful Dreamer to her as a child. Nowadays, all her parents do is worry about her. Day admits that he's happy he gets to see her, and Eve feels the same way. Chapter 38 is called Not What You Think. Eve talks to her siblings about her job hunting plans, and what Cherry said about Day has gotten to her. She insists to her siblings that her job hunting plans with Day isn't a date. Episode 39 is called Naturally. When they're hanging out, Eve notices that Day is naturally good with people. Alex and Clark spot Day and Eve together. Chapter 40 is called Looking In. Alex thinks of how Day lost everything when his father died and how his brother Jay had to work to support the family. Alex is rooting for Day and Eve, hoping that he'll find someone to open his heart to. Alex takes a photo of them. Jay meets up with Zen and asks him for a favor. Chapter 41 is called Followers. Day asks why Eve didn't look into any singing jobs. Eve doesn't feel sure that she'd be a good fit for it. Day thinks Cherry's followers would disagree. Later, Eve thinks that Day's mannerisms are a lot like ends. Day once again feels like he's being followed. We see a dark creature with a wolf-like face. Chapter 42 is called Ghost. In a flashback, we see a young Day encounter another dream eater for the first time. Day tried to talk to him, but the Dream Eater warned him not to engage with anyone in this realm. He also warned Day to keep the fact that he's a Dream Eater to himself. In the present, Day worries that Eve will hate him if she finds out who he really is. After a voice lesson, Zen asks if he can take Eve out for lunch. Chapter 43 is called Sway. Eve goes to lunch with Zen. She starts to realize that her friendship with Cherry is mostly going along with whatever Cherry decides. We find out that Jay asked Zen to convince Eve to extend her contract. Day spots Eve at lunch with Zen, and she sees him too. Chapter 44 is called Comfort. On the phone, Cherry asks if Eve hates her for asking her to be a ghost singer. Eve says she doesn't but we can tell she's starting to feel conflicted. Eve texts Day, and they decide to meet up late at night. Chapter 45 is called Just Tonight. Day and Eve walk around at night. She tells him about her insomnia and how much she enjoys the voice lessons. They end up at a karaoke place and have a lot of fun together. Just sneaking it in there, I think this is my favorite episode so far. Chapter 46 is called Fleeting. Day stays away from Eve's dreams, and she has another nightmare and wakes up exhausted. 
She remembers Day basically carrying her back to her place after karaoke. Alex confronts Day with the photo she took of him and Eve while they were job hunting. Alex asks if Day likes Eve. Day answers with, yeah, unfortunately. Chapter 47 is called Mixed Signals. Eve realizes she overused her voice, which makes Cherry freak out. Jay shows up at Eve's place and apologizes for initially misjudging her. He warns her to be cautious about his brother, Day. Chapter 48 is called Find Me. We see Day's mother looking for him. Her sister says he's asleep in his bed. Day's mother says Day doesn't really sleep. Tappy attacks Day, upset that he's been avoiding Eve. He's decided to only see her in his dream eater form for now. Eve admits to herself that she's lonely. Chapter 49 is called Prowler. We see V entering the rooms of various men, taking their dreams and tossing them instead of consuming them. He enters Day's bedroom and is happy to find who he's been looking for. Suddenly, V is attacked by the same creature with the wolf-like face that was following Day. Meanwhile, Day enters Eve's dream, where she's a little girl, asking her mom to tell her a story. Chapter 50 is called Starcrossed. In Eve's dream, her mother tells her a story about the moon and the sun who had to love each other from afar. Eve wonders if she's given up too much of herself for others. When Day shows up, Eve is upset with him for breaking his promise. Day apologizes and almost tells her who he really is, but kisses her instead. Meanwhile, Day's mom says to herself, so it begins. So we have some theories about Day's family. Like, his father has to be the first dream eater that he encountered, right? When Day was little and he left his house in his dream eater form as a little boy, he came across a man that doesn't look that different from him. He could be his father, even though he looked a little young. But then again, he was disguised in his dream eater form and his warning was, to keep it to yourself that you're a dream eater and to not share your identity or even really talk to anybody in this realm. That seems important. I mean, you see V running around here trying to basically hijack Day's body. I think that's what he's trying to do. I think that's his goal. So one thing I want to highlight from chapter 42 is the man who I think is Day's father, and I could be totally wrong about that. When he tells Day not to tell anyone about his powers, he says, because if you do, everything you cherish, everything you care about will be taken away from you. And that's another reason why I think he might be the dad, like his human body is done for and he is trapped in this realm. But then I also think that that creature protecting day and following day might be his dad as well. <laughs> in chapter 49, we see the creature stop V from taking day's body, right? V found day's true identity. He knows that N is day and that creature attacked him and said, you will not be hurting Day, not on my watch. Who is that? I've seen people say, could this be Day's mom? I don't know. I don't think so. She's restless at night. I don't think she's running around in that phantom form. 
Do you think maybe if you stay in that body, if you stay in your dream eater form for long enough, you turn into that kind of creature? I have no idea, but I'm super interested in figuring it out. And my last question is, when will Eve find out that Day is the dream eater who visits her in her dreams? That's going to be a really big episode, and maybe it'll tear them apart at first, but they will always find their way back to each other. And there you have it. That was my breakdown of episodes 1 through 50 of Eternal Nocturnal by Instant Miso. And having already started season two, I can't wait to discuss it on the podcast. The season already has me in a chokehold. I am loving all of the twists and the turns and the drama and just seeing these characters back again. I've already fast passed as much as I could fast pass. <laughs> I was just ready. I was ready to delve back into the world of Eternal Nocturnal. So please stay tuned for future podcast episodes all about this comic, and if you want early access to those, you can join my Patreon at patreon.com slash girlwonder. All right, let's wrap this up. Wow, you made it to the end of the podcast. Thank you so much for listening to Girl Wonder. We currently have no sponsors, so here's a shout out to a random listener instead. This week's shout out goes to A Willow Soul on Instagram. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. And I want to take a moment to say that I will be at San Diego Comic Con. I'm super excited to get some more webtoon content for you guys, so stay tuned.